to episode 29 of the fly better i mean i'm sorry the planning phase syndicate podcast <laughs> thank you all tonight for joining us we have an amazing show planned for you we are going to cover the spoilers right they're not really spoilers but they're kind of spoilers but we're going to cover some of the new information we got on the razor crest and the pride of mandalore pack also we are going to cover Lima Top 16 Open, and then we're going to cover Jink Tank. Yes, we are. We got some Jink Tank lists that JJ and I both received, and we kind of wanted to cover those with everybody. Don't you mean Padme's private Snapchat? Uh, we retire that name until the next event. But without further ado, let me bring in my co-host for tonight. JJ, welcome to the show. How are you tonight, sir? I'm doing all right. Glad so before... Before we get going, I have a surprise, kind of a surprise. It's going to benefit me more than anybody else. So I heard on the the rumor has it that everybody's been talking about these things. Tim Tams. I have no idea what they were. I didn't know what brand to get, if this is even the official like Australian brand, right? But I ordered some Tim Tams on Amazon, and I'm going to eat one of these. i eat it. On screen, if you could get my okay. my first reaction to some, they they're not even a cookie, JJ. I I guess I I'm confused. This says it is a biscuit. What in God's green earth is a chocolate biscuit? Well, their definition of biscuit is different from our definition of biscuit. So, I guess it would be similar to like a cracker type, um, cracker cookie type. All right. So it sounds kind of like a Twix. That's what it sounds yeah, like to yeah. me. Yeah, kind of like a Twix. Yeah, yeah. So. This is literally my first Tin Tam ever. This is the official first Tin Tam of Tantastic's life. It even matches my name, right? So here we go. So it's very, wow, it's very sweet. <laughs> <laughs> this is an insanely sweet cookie. It's very chocolatey. Get that man some milk. Come on. <laughs> it's got a really, really good aftertaste. And like, this is a pet peeve. Normally I do not, I don't like eating. Um, The the, the noise of eating bothers me. So I apologize to anybody that has the same issue. But so I'm going to, I'll give it, I'll give it a five out of five. I, that's pretty good. I would eat that again. That That aftertaste is amazing. It's really the aftertaste that these have. That is better than anything else. Yeah. I don't know if you want to watch me eat the whole thing or not. That definitely, uh, definitely looks good. I've only ever had it once um, during a convention here. And yeah, it's, it's definitely sweet, but it's good. I like it. 
Yeah, I couldn't believe I found him on it. was like one of those things I was it was a late night. <clears throat> I won't say I was um not a little bit inebriated. And I was Christmas shopping and I saw them and I was like, screw it. I don't care how much these cost. I'm just gonna order them. And I don't remember how much they cost me, but I got them on Amazon. So they, they do exist in America to get them. Um so and all right, I'll say they're pretty good. And in fairness, my family has eaten half the pack, and we just opened it at 7 o'clock tonight. So in two hours and 19 minutes, the majority of the family has eaten over half of these. I had to take them to the basement with me because I went upstairs to get some water, and then I, I noticed that it was almost gone. And I'm like, guys, I need this for the show. You can eat them afterwards. <laughs> but I need this for the show. So, all right. There's a positive thing about Australia. Now, if you can only make those bigger, like in thicker pieces, I wonder if they'd be even better. Oh, yeah. I imagine so. Yep. Oh, can you get whiskey-flavored ones? Oh, man. I'd like those even more. Give me a whiskey-flavored ones. That will be dope. Absolutely. Anyway. All right. So tonight we're going to be talking about Pride of Mandalore. But before we get going, how was your weekend, JJ? I noticed you're wearing a Catan shirt there. So I'm assuming you played a yes. little bit of Catan this weekend. Sadly, no. I, I wanted to actually because uh, I actually do a lot of like uh, online gaming with my my family that lives over in North Carolina. So um, we actually played on TTS. I actually had them get all TTS so we can play uh, Catan online uh, through TTS and stuff like that. But we weren't able to get it. Uh, we had a few Christmas parties uh, going on in my family. And then um, so that kind of like like mixed a few things. But uh, but yeah, hopefully I'm getting getting it probably next weekend, probably. Yeah, I heard there was a tournament that you could play in for Catan, but I haven't. It's probably because of the pandemic. I heard about it right before the yeah. pandemic, and I was like, I should play in that because I play a lot. We like okay, I like Catan a lot. That was one of the first board games I got into years and years and years ago when I actually got back into board gaming. Um, and it's probably one of my favorite. Um, and I like all the expansions, and they have an iPhone app. That's like a game app yes. and you could buy this. And my wife, I played it for forever. And then my wife got so pissed off and she's going to hate this story, but she got so pissed off that I would win. She literally bought the same app and all of the expansions and played it online <laughs> to the point where she could, she's pretty good at it. Like I can definitely say I don't win every time now. Um, so it's a, yeah. it's a, it's a little bit addicting to have it on your phone, but sometimes if I'm indisposed, I sit there and play Catan. Yeah, I uh, we get pretty hardcore uh, with my family because we played it a lot, and I mean a lot. So like just going through, um, like finding over particular spaces that have pretty good averages versus like trading ports and stuff to uh, to like um, trade like different resources and stuff. It gets really really competitive, but it's fun. I like. So it. Does Charles or does Charles play kids? All right, so this what we're gonna do. Knowledge. We're gonna get we're gonna get the planning phase syndicate family together and we're gonna play some Catan, and we're gonna stream it one of these nights we'll wait cities till christmas nights. time and then we're at least at least cities and nights and then we work All our right. way from there so yeah <laughs> well it depends if charles never played it before we might have to start with the basics that's true that's true yeah but yes i like cities and nights is probably my favorite one i didn't like the explorers expansion very well i thought yeah. that was kind of eh. um yeah have you ever played game of thrones Catan? yes i actually own it um it's slightly off camera but i actually have it over here i need to get the expansion though um but i that's actually one of my favorite variants i like it yep and they have a 
Starfarers Star slash Star yes. Trek ish one. I've yeah. never played that one, but my Maybe kid bought it for me. They have a Roman one too, by the way. If you didn't nice. know that, I did and, not. Uh, I bought that secondhand. This is uh, <laughs> welcome to the Catan podcast. <laughs> we rebanded so, ourselves from Planning Phase Signet Tit to Planning Phase Catan. This one here is Settlers of America. So this yep. one is. Uh, the U.S. version of uh, Catan, where you go from the east and move out west and stuff. Fantastic. I like that version, too. I play it yeah, a lot. That one, I like that one a lot, too, but it's, it's, so that one has a lot less strategy, per se, to it. Yeah. And it's a, there's a little bit more luck and chance in it. Um, mm -hmm. And I found that with playing with the kids, that one went a lot better um, for us as, as a family. So Yeah. All right. We're going to we're gonna do a Catan tournament or something like that. That's what we're gonna have to do. Maybe we'll get Dion involved. See if Dion will stream all of the Catan games, and we'll just like <laughs> we'll have like instead of an X-wing tournament, we'll have a massive Catan tournament. Oh, sounds like That'd fun to me. Oh yeah. All right. So tonight, what we wanted to do is talk a little bit about the Pride of Mandalore pack, as well as the Mando release. So, uh. Where did you were actually the one that alerted us to this? So where did you first find this, um, JJ? Um, so I happened to see it on Discord actually on the GSP Discord. Somebody had posted the photos of um, of the Razor Crest on it. Um, so then I went onto the AMG website and I started seeing that they had uh, posted a photo of it, like assembled as well as like the pack of it, and then they also had posted um the the forces of mandalore and it's just quite a few typos uh, all over this um and the pride of mandalore pack and it had the the image of the the rear of it and the front of it um with release dates which is for february 25th of uh 2022 now the interesting thing about it is that if you take a look at the skew numbers the razor crest is uh it ends with nine zero and then the Forces of Mandalore skew ends in 9-3, and they normally put these in sequential order for releases. Um, I believe the the Gauntlet Fighter is 9-1. So that means that there's still one uh, pack that's coming that we don't know what it is. Um, so that's probably going to be part of this wave. So there's probably one more, um, one more announcement that they'll make, hopefully by Christmas, <laughs> to let us know what's coming up for this wave. Um, so it's exciting. It's exciting to see this new stuff. Yeah, and I was excited too. And there's two things that it piqued my excitement, right? One, this tells me for LVO, we are not going to have these ships for LVO or any of these cards, which yep. is nice because we don't know everything that's in it and we can practice. The other thing that's nice is that means the only way we're getting a points update is when they update the rules this month, if they yes. actually do it, and that's if they update points. So we we might be looking at for LVO exactly what we have right now. Yeah, so, exactly. Uh, it'll make anybody planning to go a lot easier. So this is the back of the the pack, and I got a thing, and then this is the other image. Oh, I cut it off. This is the other image that I stole from their website. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it's nice to see that they actually listed a few of the pilots on there. Uh, one of the things I'm really excited to see is Moth Gideon on the TIE fighter. Um, that's going to be really interesting. I think that he'll have like a similar ability to like maybe like another commander type 
uh, ability, kind of like Phasma or something like that, or um, uh, something where he can like give off damage to another ship in, in exchange for something. Um, probably like an I-4 pilot or an I-5 maybe, um, and probably with a different loadout. I'm wondering if they'll add any um, any configurations for the TIE Fighters um, that can also affect the V-Wing. Um, that would be pretty interesting to see. And then um, interesting to see the Mandalorian Royal Guard um, Fang Fighter for Scum. So I'm wondering if they're going to have different um, different loadouts that you can put in, like different mod slots or maybe like a tech slot um, for that. Um, that would be interesting to see. Yeah. And if you look here, so the first thing that stands out is they're going to have four quick bell cards, right? So that's kind of interesting because I, I don't think that they told us that was coming. I could be wrong but I'm pretty sure they didn't um, tell us that was coming. Um, the other thing that you're you're going to see in there, right, is two condition cards. So we're getting new conditions. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know if those are going to be the Mandalorian, you know, like the child and this is the way type thing that they talked about. Um, I'm wondering if they're going to include those in this pack or if they're going to be special condition cards that we just don't even know about yet. It could be Moff's ability, too. He can assign a condition to another, like an enemy ship. Um, or a friendly ship, um, that's that could be like a commander type ability that could be part of the like his condition card. Yeah, so that's really cool. They're gonna also include three new asteroids. I, I don't yeah. know if if that's gonna be three new ones or if it's just gonna be the same old, same old. Or I, it could be it could be the ones you know the Armada ones that they're using on the stream. You know <laughs> they're just adding them on to this now. Might as well. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe those were originally meant to be included, right? Yeah, that's right. Maybe, that's maybe, maybe. <clears throat> I don't know about that, but <laughs> I guess we'll <laughs> we'll find out. But it's interesting seeing that they're going to have twenty one different tokens, three debris clouds, and three asteroids. Oh, that's yeah. to me, that's pretty interesting. Um, I like the fact that we're going to get fifty upgrade cards because that immediately tells me there's they're doing something with Mandalore. Hundred percent. It's 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 there. It's coming. Um. I don't know if it means we're going to be able to what we're going to be able to do to take it. Those texts are pretty fuzzy. Um, yeah. So I don't have all of that information. I think we have a few things that you gleaned from somewhere that we'll go over in a minute. Um, <clears throat> but I'm a little saddened that these are all the only pilots we're going to get, but um, I am excited by the 50 upgrade cards because yeah, we know super mandos are coming. I'm wondering if Supermandos are in this pack. So I'm thinking that this would be the uh, 2022's version of the Hotshots and Aces pack, um, that it's going to be like a catch-up pack that would include a lot of the upgrades that came on on this year's packs, um, like, uh, well, maybe maybe not feedback ping, but I'm thinking that like there's a few like items on there that will be given um, to the other factions that didn't receive anything um, or that, you know, you would have to cross by in order for you to get it. Uh, I'm thinking like maybe Boba Frick or um, over two modulators. Um, those are stuff that only comes in um, those other packs, like for the first order. Um, and if you're only a scum player or only like a rebellion player um, and you're, you pick up this pack, you might be able to get that, but we won't know that until they actually spoil like what cards are coming in. But I'm thinking this is going to be similar to like hot shots and aces. Yeah, and I actually hope they spoil some of the cards uh, over the yeah. kind of like they did before. Um, mm -hmm. I I I really like that style. I thought that was actually a lot better than those FFG articles. Um, 
again, is it nice to have the FFG articles? Yes. Yes. But it was because it was all once and concise. But when they were spoiling them every week, it gave us new content to talk about every week, right? And it it, it fed your desire to to learn this, you know? Yeah. And Nobby, you can only be so sad because you guys just got two bloody white wings that are the best thing in the whole wide world. (laughs) As we're about to find out in a little bit. (laughs) Uh, Yes. Um, All right. So let's switch back. All right. So the other, so the things you had a couple of notes that you, you had in here. Um, I'm not going to bring them up on screen, but uh, you want to quickly I go over them? I don't know. Is it something yeah. that we can see on screen so on those cards? The, um, yeah, exactly. So the Pride okay. of Mandalore, uh, the back of the, the pack there had a few, four cards uh, revealed there for, um, like, it looks like crew that's going to be coming into this pack here. The first one we had is crew, uh, Satine Kreese. Uh It has two charges. One of them is recurring. Uh, the card reads, at the start of the engagement phase, you may spend two charges. If you do, each friendly ship may choose to gain one deplete token and one focus token. And then it kind of cuts off there, and it says disarm token and something else. Um, but this is, uh, I think this could be really powerful. This essentially gives every ship in your um, in your fleet kind of like a patience um, for like that Jedi upgrade that they have. Um, it could be strong, especially if you have a, another member of your team that can take away that deplete token and um, and like uh, take it out. Uh, that could be really strong, and you can, or if you're on the defense and you need like an evade, uh, or rather, if you have a focus and or if you have an evade and you need to get an extra focus token, uh, so team could be a really really strong um, way to make sure that you're double modded. Um, the other one here is Prime Minister Almec. Uh, he's a. It looks like he has two two setups on it. The first one is, or at least from what we can read, says they set up, equip this side up. After friendly ship at range zero two reveals a white maneuver. If it has no green tokens, it may gain one stress, stress token to gain one calculate token. During the end phase, if you have two or less stress tokens, you may flip this card, and then that reveals a different side of it. Um, that's definitely really, really strong, especially if you aren't if you know you're gonna bump, this gives you um, a calculate. So that's really nice. Uh, the next one here is Bo Katan Kreese. After uh, while you perform an attack, if you're range zero to one of the defender, you may re-roll one attack die. So it's kind of like a uh, a more wider uh, predator. Um, so that's actually really nice. Uh, the last one here uh, is hold on. Yeah. Is that really nice? That's pretty good. That's yeah. a pretty good card. That like, that card better be worth a little bit more than Predator's worth. Um, yeah, that's a good card though, and I think it depends on you know. I mean, can you can you imagine putting that like if you could put that on Ray? I think uh, I think they'll restrict this though to. Mm-hmm. Oh well, I mean she she is in the Mandalorian, so oh man, it could go to Resistance. Yeah, I'm Ooh. I'm wondering if they're gonna create a way to make like certain ships uh mandalorian style ships and then allow any faction to take if they were smart that's what they would do how about that here's yeah. an upgrade that could go on anybody's shit you to go on any of these certain types of ships like a, like a, i don't know um a config it wouldn't be a config it would be what would it be god damn it what's a stupid little mechanic x's whatever the uh, hell modif- that is. Uh, modif- there you go. yes yeah. if they could do that and create one that says you now get this or have the ability to take these type of cards. Um, 
then I then then it should be something that can do because you got to think she could be in Rebels. She was in Rebels, right? You know, like technically speaking, yeah. you know, she's part of the Rebels team. Um, she's definitely is can easily fit to that scum faction. Uh, you even kind of see, didn't we see a Bo-Katan? Was it in a Bo-Katan that was in the Fang or the Gauntlet Fighter for Separatists? Yeah. So yes. there's the Separatists now, you know, so I, I'm wondering if they're going to do something to allow for these, um, if they're going to allow for these to be in other, other factions. They could. Um, I, I could definitely see these working for Separatists and Republic. Um, so it, it could it, and scum on top of that. So that's uh, that's definitely going to be really nice. Um, it gives a, a little more flexibility for you know to equip these. So like I would love to see some of these on a um, on a lap. That would be really good uh, to to like uh, especially Prime Minister Almec on a lap to give everybody a focus, and then uh, you equip it with I believe Hound, which he could take away one of those elite tokens. That's really strong, actually. So, yeah. All right. One more. There's one more on there. Yeah, this one is a little, it was a little tough because there's a lot of text on there that's missing. So from what I can see here, it says, while you perform the target lock action, you can blank an object in your front or rear arc. I'm assuming that means take a lock on an object in the front or rear arc. While you're performing a tank, uh, if blank is in your front or rear arc, you may blank one orange or red token so from what i can guess here is that if you have that object that you locked um in your front or rear arc um you can remove one red or orange token from your ship uh, when you engage so that could be good assuming that's what that card does um but yeah it's it it looks um it looks pretty interesting gar saxon is a, a really really interesting character um in the series and rebels and so yeah all right. So why don't we move down to the Razor Crest? Uh, yeah. It's very, very silver. <laughs> yeah, I was hoping for a little more of a metallic paint, um, but I guess you could always add that as an aftertouch to it. Um, but I'm, I just love the model. It looks fantastic. I love it. Yeah, and I've already, I've already talked to a friend of mine that is going to help me paint one of them. I think I'm going to buy. I want. I think I'm going to buy three, and I'm going to keep one in the box just to keep it in the box. So, one I could get painted, and one that is, you know, table, yeah. table. Yeah, like, like, I don't know. Like, I, I've already told my local store I want two. I think I'm going to add a third one on there. They're only like thirty seven ninety nine. So they're not like it's not like I'm spending fifty bucks a, a pop yeah. on them, um, but still, I mean, <laughs> I don't know if I want to justify a hundred dollars just to have one in the box. <laughs> I don't know because you know it's I'm gonna I bet you there's a list that we can fly with three of them in it, right? There's got to be like a generic pilot that they let us fly three of them, or maybe maybe I'll get like the what what was the IG? Um, God, I can't remember his number now. IG. IG 10, I think. Is that what it is? Yeah. I so, have to look it up, but yeah. Yeah. IG yeah, 10 or IG 11 or what it is. I mean, can you imagine being able to like run that? Whew. Of course, there is a danger that they just put this as like all unique pilots similar to like the Rebel TIE Fighter. Um, but even then, I mean, it'll still be fun. I mean, yeah. Can you imagine if we get um, Django in that shin? In that mm -hmm. ship? Oh, oh. yeah. 
That would be oh, so yeah. fun to get Boba. Give me Boba I, or somebody. <laughs> so even though we don't see him fly that ship there, it would be interesting to see like an old man Boba um, crew or pilot card um, to come out. That would be really dope, actually. Yeah. I, I would be very excited by that. Yeah. I don't know. Um, and I'm I'm really looking forward to the new uh, Disney Plus series, you know, the Book of Boba Fett, because we're going to see a lot more characters come out, a lot more scum, uh, a lot more scum pilots and and content coming out for X Wing um, from that. It'll probably be about like two years before we see it, but I'm uh, I'm really really excited to see what they do. Yeah. So just so you know, the release date on this is two twenty two, right? Two twenty five. I thought two twenty five. Yep. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. 225. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know. I'm like I said, I, I'm very excited by this. Um, I you can actually look and see there is some wear and tear on this model. Um, mm-hmm. so I think that's really cool. And I think, you know, like my my assumption, and I'm just gonna assume this, but my assumption is is that Dion already has a paint wars um in the works <laughs> uh for this. Oh, yeah. I, I'm just making an assumption, but show well, me what that, it looks yeah. like after it explodes. Well, I mean, that's why they put that little part in the bottom there. Miniatures are supplied unassembled and unpainted. Um, so that's to probably reflect what it looks like when it blows up. <laughs> yeah, I, I saw that you, you pointed that out. So let's talk a little bit about that because it contradicts what originally we were told. Okay, hold, hold on. It, it contradicts what we were originally were told. But because this could be a promo picture that is used by a different company that's not AMG. This yeah. might just be something that's standard in some of the other um, paintings. And if you look at the artwork, you can see there is, this is painted. This is not an unpainted thing. Um, So this could just be a joke as well, right? It could just be a, somebody got a little slap happy when they put this image together and then thought this would be the funniest thing if anybody caught this. And then here's, Here's the X-Wing community going, oh, God, why are we going to paint these things? We got to assemble it, too. What the hell? <laughs> so I'm sure they just handed it off to an intern who just said, oh, just copy paste. Sure. And then just put it on there. Um, I I just I, granted this is on the AMG website. I don't necessarily know if this is sorry, not AMG. Sorry. Um, Asmode. Uh, Asmode. Asmode's website. So I don't necessarily know if this comes from um, AMG instead of Asmode or Asmode instead of AMG. Um, so it, it, it probably just is um, something that they just apply to all of their picture products there um, because it does have the trademark there and it's on the same line as the Lucasfilm uh, trademark on the bottom there. So I, I'm assuming that they just copy pasted it from some of their other stuff, namely Legion um, or... Um, or some of the other uh, like minis that they do that come pre- uh, disassemble, they have to assemble them. And based on the fact that the pack itself that they revealed the photos there for the Razor Crest show that the, the ship is fully assembled and painted on there just makes me believe that this was just an error on there. But I just hope that they don't do that. <laughs> really hope they don't do that. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure that they that it's not. I, I'm yeah, yeah. again, I'm I'm not going to guarantee it. Um, or put any money down on it, but I'm wagering. And I think maybe if we, I don't know, I, I didn't have time to do this. Um, 
but I'm wondering if you went through some of the Legion stuff, right? If some of the new upcoming Legion that haven't been released will have that same information in the pictures, right? Um, actually, I have seen a few of the things. Cause I actually follow Krabok on on his channel, and he does uh, like all everything that Star Wars related for like games and stuff. Um, they he does post like some of the pictures whenever they do come out, and they do have that same like trademark on the bottom. Um, at least for the last wave that I could see, that's as far as I I saw. So they do have that for um for Legion. Um, there hasn't been any Armada news as of late. Um, so there I haven't put anything out like this, but this is the first time I've seen this on on an X Wing post or at least um. Yeah, I've never seen it before. So, yeah. So we'll see. We're going to be very hopeful and say um, we're going to be hopeful and we're going to say that we're not going to ever get it. And again, in my opinion, this is funny more or less because of the pure fact that it's the Razor Crest, right? And we know what happens to the Razor Crest if you watch season two. So like to me, this this just lends itself to be funny. Um, and if, oh, yeah. okay, if I were that intern, I would I would specifically put that on there. Maybe not the unpainted part, but the unassembled part on purpose. Just, just, just because we know what happens to the Razor Crest, you know. <laughs> exactly. Yep. All right. Anything else before we move on from those two posts? Anything else you wanted to review? No, that's it. I'm just excited to get those ships uh, on the on the table and play them in person because they're, they're going to look fantastic, man. All right, so we are going to move into the Lima Open. Um, I don't know how long we'll spend on this. I did grab all the lists, so we're going to see how unique some of the lists are. I will say the, the if you watched um, some of the games, right, some of these games were very, very good. Um, the last game was kind of a blowout, so um, yeah, it, there it wasn't happens. it wasn't as entertaining as I had hoped it would be. But again, some of these things are some of these games are very entertaining. And I believe if you still want to donate to Lima, the Lima Open, um, you're able to go ahead and donate. So I believe they're leaving the donation um links open uh for a little while. I, I can't remember how long they said they were going to. But I'm pretty sure if you still want to go and donate, go ahead and hop over there and you can donate. So it all goes to a very good cause. So our top two finishers was Jason Chong and Janice, Dr. Fridge, Bertz. I, I don't know if I said Fritch. that last name. Fritch, yeah. correctly. Mm -hmm. So the first list is um, one dear, near and dear to my heart. It's a separatist list. Oh, yeah. And it's got Django, Treacherous, Auto Blasters, which I love, and Charles will love that too. Count Dooku, Seismic, Contraband, Shield upgrade, then you get Slave One and Veteran Tail Gunner. And then he has three Separatists, two Separatist drones, and one Separatist bomber, all I-3s, um, two with Discords and Grappling Struts and Independent Calculate, and one bomber with Discords, Independent Calculate, and Landing Struts. So essentially, the, those are meant to get your Discords off, get Discords on people, and move on. I like this list personally, and it's a little bit different take than running the four droids with, um, with Django or Sam. 
Yeah, so it's really interesting that he actually ran this with um, with seismic charges, especially with drones that can um, that have the grappling struts on there. Um, and particularly because if you drop a uh, seismic charge and you happen to choose the rock that your drones are on, even if they do the two forward, they're still going to get hit by it. But um, but great job of him um, just using these, leveraging the Discord missiles uh, on his opponents, and then um, using treacherous whatever he needed to to um, like cancel that the the one hit and putting on another ship that's uh, obstructing the attack. And uh, yeah, great job. Yeah, and I like the I like that we get to see independent calculates. I I again understand the logic, but in a smaller list like this. Those independent calculates will allow him to shoot a discord um, from each ship and then have ba a backup calculate for offense or defense, depending on who he's fighting. So, oh, yeah, very in, strong. In this instance, I really actually like those independent calculates on them as well. All right, you want to read the next list? Yeah, the next one here uh, for Jandis, Dr. Fridge, um, is one that's uh, the farthest away from your heart. It's a Rebel Alliance list. Blech. Dash Rendar with Trickshot, Generso, Perceptive Copilot, Outrider, and Recargo Shoot, Ahsoka Tano with Instinctive Aim, Patience, and Proton Rockets, and Jake Farrell and Proton Rockets as well. Um, with Jen Urso and Perceptive Copilot, he can focus evade, giving him the double modifications for offense and defense. And then uh, Rick Cargo Shoot, which actually adds another uh, obstacle for Dash to shoot through to trigger Trick Shot. So he can essentially um, K-turn over uh, the Brief Field, uh, remove the stress uh, for using Outrider, and then drop a Cargo Shoot right behind it. Um, so that way he can possibly catch somebody uh, like unaware and uh, give them a stress, deny an action, and then fly away and still get the trick shot off uh, very reliably. Uh, Soka um, is a really good, important piece of this list that helps uh, give extra actions over to Dash whenever he needs it or if he ends up getting blocked. And uh, Jake providing the focuses whenever he needs to, even to himself to get the pocket, rock, the pocket rockets off. Yep, and this is we've seen this before. The only thing, um, I guess I don't know if I've seen the patience on Ahsoka. It makes sense, but that's the only that's kind of new. I've not seen that before on Ahsoka. It's it's like an opportunity type thing, right? Because if you're gonna get bumped and you know you're not gonna have another shot, uh, patience is nice to just get uh, regenerate that force, especially after the turn she uh, that she spends her ability, um, which requires two force. So it's a it's a nice way to just regenerate that force um, if you're not going to get shot by anybody else or if you're going to get shot and you have no tokens on you, having that extra force is uh, it's really valuable. So, yep. All right, so let's move into our top four. So we had um, I don't even know how to pronounce that name specifically. I don't Matija. know. <laughs> Matija. Huh? Matija. All right. Yeah, let's go with Matija. Yeah. Um, there's that, and then Sebastian. So. If you want to take the first one. Sure. For Matija, he's flying a resistance list here. Um, he has uh, three X-Wings and a Y-Wing, actually. So Poe Dammer here in the T-70 uh, with just the jammy beam standard. It looks like this is the um, the Commander Poe uh, version, the cheaper cost one. Yep. We have just Pava here, uh, also with just jammy beam. And then a generic, uh, our Red Squadron Expert T-70 with R-68, which I believe is a reroll droid um, that allows you to target lock a friendly ink and reroll an attack dice. 
And then we have a new Republic Patrol is a generic Y-Wing for the Resistance with Dorsal Turret Wartime Loadout, which adds extra uh, shields to the chassis, advanced proton torpedoes, and electric chaff missiles. Um, so pretty solid list to just um, like deploy uh, like extra extra that Jeff cloud to break like locks and uh, jam uh, enemy and your T-70s can come in and just wipe them out. Yep. Pretty solid list. Yep. And if you look, they did decently against uh, Jason. My guess is, is that, um, well, that Django, even though that Django is not a double tapping Django, that Django is pretty, pretty thick and pretty solid in, you know, those Y or X-Wings have to take the, um, the action to barrel roll, right? So they have to open those S foils to actually do the barrel roll. Um, yeah. So if you land a discord on them, they're, they're there. Um, the, the, the new Republic Y wing, I don't know. Like I'm guessing that is to go in there and then just like, I don't know. I didn't get to see this game. I don't know if they stream this one or not, but if you just blew in there <laughs> through your discord or your electro chafe missile at the, at the droids, I mean, they lose all their calculates right away, and then they get stuck mm -hmm. with the stress. So, yeah, exactly, and uh, it, it's it's really solid because you you can really um, it it serves as a nice closer. Um, I believe it's an initiative three. This particular one, um, if you happen to like line up the shot perfectly and like get your your target lock uh, on the ship, you can. Get that advanced proton off, and by the time that that shot comes off, all your other X-wings have already engaged on that particular target. So more than likely, that ship has no mods. So this this could be a, like a really pun, uh, like powerful way to to finish off a ship that you really need to get off. So yeah. All right. So Teal just said that they did stream this, so I will have to go back and watch this one because this is one of the ones I missed. So um, I that'll be homework for tomorrow. Um, so. Yeah, that's the best part about when you work at home. You can just throw the thing up next to you, mute oh, yeah. it, mute it while you're in a meeting. The the this is the funny thing, and I got in trouble one time, only one time. But I had a GSP like one of their uh, tournaments streaming on one screen, and the other screen I had um the meeting, and all of a sudden I got asked, "Hey, can you present something really quick?" And I was like, "Um, yes." And I <laughs> yep, I hit I hit the 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 share button and didn't realize it was the wrong screen. And they're like, what are you, what is that? And I was like, um, all right. Do you guys want to know what I do? What I do in my spare time is I play this little game called star Wars X-Wing miniatures. And they're like, all right, stop. We don't care. <laughs> just, can you just, can you just switch it over to, to what it is? So, all right. Yep. So side tangent. So <laughs> once upon a time, I worked as a nine one one dispatcher. Um, and part of my interview process, I had to explain uh, what I do as a side, um, like on the side as a hobby, because they really go into the background of what you do. So I, I had to explain this to the chief of police, uh, plus an assistant DA and the, um, a couple of sergeants, what X-Wing was. <laughs> and I actually show them a video of, uh, of uh, Gold Squadron list <laughs> while I was interviewing for a job. It was hilarious. I love it. So. yeah that's awesome yeah we my current the, the new job i just took it was the same thing when we had to do like this icebreaker thing where i had to introduce myself and tell people things i like to do and i was like oh i run an x-wing podcast and they're like what is what is that and so then i got to spend like 10 minutes like having that conversation about it 
And then finally, my boss was like, all right, well, it sounds like something for young people and not old people. I was like, no, man, it's like all ages. I was like, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. Here's the deal. You guys set up an office party. I will supply two mats and we'll play uh, some Aces High games and bring that in. I said, I literally own way too much X-Wing stuff. I'll bring it in. So you set it up. You get a conference room. We'll set up a couple of tables and I'll teach everybody how to play. And we'll make it like a little competition and you can like grant people like a free day off or something like that for whoever wins, except for me. You know, I, obviously I would win. So uh, <laughs> I was like, but you can make it a competition and I'll TO for it. And he was like, we'll see. We'll see. And I was like, come on, man. I was like, if you play other other stuff, you would you'll like this game too. Nice. <laughs> All right. Sorry, sorry for the tangents. Next, next list is another resistance list, and actually, this is a little exciting to be honest with you. Um, for me, um, I'm kind of excited to see this mini resistance list in the cut. Um, yeah. Nobby will probably be sad because there's no um a wings. Um, but this this is a strong showing in my opinion for resistance. Um, and and I think that it's a little weird to see um, Kaz in the fireball without the title. Uh, but I, it does work. So um, yeah. it, it does work. So it's the same cheap Poe again. And then uh, a red squadron with R 68 and Jessica Pava with M nine G eight, which I believe that's, it's the resistance, the droid, right? That's the astromech. That is the resistance one. I think I believe so. I'll have to take a look at it. And then Kaz and the Fireball. Mm -hmm. So I think this is a pretty solid list. I've been flying, or a friend of mine has been flying something similar, but instead of the Fireball, they have ZZ in there, um, and they don't have these two droids. But um, it's, I don't know. It, it This seems like a pretty decent list, too. Uh, let's see. I can't remember what he lost by. Yeah, that was a really close game that he played. So... Um, it's good to see that that list could hold up to Dash. There you go. Because I hate Dash so much. <laughs> yeah, definitely. The um, So just to, uh, to follow up, the R68 allows the rerolls as long as you have other friendlies that have to defend in the bullseye. And then the M9G8 is the um, the reroll droid if on a ship they have target locked. So, um, so yeah, he has passive mods on both. So it's nice. Yeah. Um, I, I, like I said, I like those, um, I like those two droids and I hate dash. So, and I will not say that enough. So nerf dash, put them on a band list. All right. Top eight. We had Jason, um, against Marcel. Uh, how did you say that, that next name? Matija. Matija versus Dr. Khan. Um, and that was an insanely close game. The, the one point game. <laughs> that's yeah. that's as close as it gets I think to that uh, then we have Giovanni versus Sebastian and Janice versus Tommy Adams um, and the, the Janice versus Tommy Adams is a close game as well so let's start with Marcel's list he has a Scimitar Squadron SA Bomber with Thread Tracers, Nash with Sensitive Controls and then four Alpha Squadron Interceptors with Sensitive Controls I will immediately say I love this list. Um, I think this is a very creative list. Um, it's essentially taking 
I used to run Nash with those um, alphas before they were more points. Uh, and this is taking that same concept and then just changing it to a scimitar squadron bomber um, with thread tracer. So essentially, it allows for the fact to have Nash keep everybody on the board no matter what, and then allows for those um, interceptors to do their maneuvers first because sensitive controls allows you to do it before you you move. So you're a little bit more predictable in your movements for the most part, but at the same token. It allows you to clear that stress, which then allows when your threat tracers, you know, can land. You could also run disciplined if you would rather um, drop one of the ships and kind of increase some of the things. But it allows you to be able to 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 not have to have deal with the stress while you are specifically um, engaging in combat. Um, I like sensitive controls personally myself. Um, I don't like it on Kylo, but I like it on some of the other ships and i think this is a very uh this is a pretty creative list and i'm i don't know how hard this hits i didn't look at marcel's record um but this this list seems like it's got some legs to it yeah so i've I've flown something similar to this um the the tie interceptors are really really difficult to to take down because of that three agility and the ability to take either an evade or focus actions as needed um, combined with thread tracer uh, with a thread ca- uh, tracer carrier that can allow to them to gain a target lock after it goes off, you can essentially run all these with an evade token, and uh, as they come in for that initial scrum, and then uh, when the thread tracer goes off, you have all the offensive mods that you need for all your ships. And on top of that, even if you do uh, focus fire on a particular tie or a, the scimitar bomber, Nash Windrider keeps them in the game game until um until it gets to engage so it'll it can still hold on to that focus token um after it gets shot and still shoot off the the threat tracers for all your other ships to gain the the lock um and it's really solid um so it's a nice little little trap there uh nash being a really big linchpin because although you want to take out nash to prevent them from from like staying in uh and taking a shot um, you also don't want the rest of your the rest of the other the list to gain a target lock on a particular ship, so it's it makes you like make make a decision, um, which both of them are bad decisions. So yeah, yeah, I, I like this list. I actually threw this together and put it in my kit uh, to play tomorrow. So hopefully none of my locals are watching this tonight, um, <laughs> and this will be a surprise for them uh, tomorrow. Uh, we'll see. I'm two and one, man. Two and one in my local league. So for this for this round, so nice, nice. Not with this, with droids. <laughs> and my one loss was not droids. So, all right. <clears throat> Next one is Octor Khan's list. Um, this is t- a, a traditional droid swarm. Only difference is he has two plasma torpedoes on those bombers, um, which I think is spicy. I think that's that's quite spicy, actually. Usually you don't see um, Union Bombers that fat unless they have DK-1 probe droids on them. Um, I will say this is a little bit different. I have a, a similar version of this that I run with ion um, missiles or ion torpedoes, either ones, uh, depending on which version you want to run, that I quite like. Um, uh, and, and as you see here, there's no independent calculates. I wonder what this list would do if you had independent calculates on it. Maybe you would have won Octor. <laughs> so, 
it, it's interesting because that's my thought too, like how this this would do with independent calculates, especially since you're not running a tack droid. But I think it still works pretty well, right? Because you can set up the bombers to land on a particular rock, right? Hopefully one that's in the center that can cover the most amount of like arc and just set up a target lock, right? Whenever the ships come in near, you fire off the plasma torpedoes. And if there are drones nearby, you have extra calculates to modify that um, that shot. So it could actually be pretty good, I would think. Yeah. Yeah. So... This is a classic list. Again, plasmas are a little spicy, probably more for the times than anything else. Yeah. Right. Giovanni, we want to read the list? Yeah, so Giovanni, um, known as Raviello on Discord, uh, is running the Rebel Alliance with Han Solo and, and carrying with him Trickshot, Kane, and Charis and R2-D2. Very standard build for Han. Allows him to go through debris clouds and just, uh, just take off stress as he needs to. It also gives him passive force R2-D2 to help him recover a shield whenever he's uh, he's damaged there. Uh, Wedge and Tilly's with Elusive and Afterburners. Uh, that's a very... Um, that's fast, a very... That's a very fast you list. Um, I actually never... I've never ran uh, Wedge with Elusive, mainly because I try to get him with after or Sorry, not Afterburners. Um, I try to put him with Predator if I'm running him lean, because he tends to get blocked um, after the initial scrum. So that gives him a passive mod always on offense. Um, and then Vector Cannons, Jake, uh, really solid upgrade for this particular list because he wants to be able to get that early um, focus on either Wedge or Han. And then on his following turn, he could uh, like barrel roll and give himself a, a focus as needed. So uh, that's a solid, cheap support ship at 34 points. Yeah, that's what I would say. I, I like this list. I think this is a fun list to run. I've seen, I've ran against this before. I like the Canyon Jiras add to Han. I think that's great. Um, and yeah, and the, yeah, and you're right. Wedge just dies. Afterburners makes Wedge um, get that free boost, right? You know, you don't have to flip the card. You get a free boost out of it. I don't know. That's the elusive is different. I've never seen anybody run elusive on Wedge either, but. I guess it makes sense, right? You know, if you get a target lock from the previous turn, do a 4K. I don't know. Could work. Could work. Jake with vector cannons, though, is the hot take here. That's, like, that's, I've never seen that, right? Because usually it's the, it's he's in the back, and now he's going to be doing the boost ahead of time, giving somebody, so you have to be unstressed to be able to take that. Um, I just, I've not seen that. It's um probably really good. And I like um, a wings with those vector cannons on them, uh, but I've I don't know that's this that's definitely a different way to run Jake. So yeah, it's pretty solid because it, it guarantees his ability with the boost, um, and especially when you're running ships that don't do not want to be bumped, it gives them the option to still get that focus modifier, especially if they know they're going to get bumped. Um, and 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 then just fly in, fly into the scrum and try to wipe out somebody. So I think that's actually a really solid combo there. Yeah. All right, Tommy Adams is the next one. Uh, his is pretty similar. It's Kylo Ren in the silencer with extreme maneuvers and ion torpedoes. Um, we've seen this before. And then three of the TIE bombers uh, with Prockets and Bomblet Generator. That is definitely different. I've not seen Prockets ever rain on those before, but it kind of makes sense, right? If you're going in just for a one-shot kill, 
that's a pretty aggressive hit one shot kill, right? You know? Um Yeah, and you run this in the snaggle two formation too. Um so that way you can general you can catch the bullseye more often um at those off angles and you you can be really effective there. Yeah. Yep. I like this. I think this is a a, a unique take and I'm happy to see that it hit um in the top top cut, right? Yeah, absolutely. All right, you want to read the next one? Yep, we got Samuel Razulo um, in Flying the Empire. He's running five TIE bombers uh, with feedback ping, ion missiles, electrochaff missiles, and cotternets. Um, definitely a very, very solid list. It does have mixed arms. Only two of the bombers have ion missiles. Um, another two have plasma torpedoes. And then a last one here with diamond boron missiles. Um, he has a lot of control with this because uh, he can essentially send out the electrochaff missile, which counts as a device, and then uh, feedback ping can trigger if another ship flies near it, granting all these bombers a target lock onto that particular ship, and then um, and then that triggers off their um, their missiles to shoot at them, uh, and you can really bend over those bombs, the counter nets, uh, using the the agile bomber or the the chassis ability to bend using the bending uh like one backwards and really get him into places that uh that's going to be hard to avoid yep i think this is the list I, I, this is similar to what we we've been kind of hoping to see right you know like the rumor has it feedback thing is great on on galactic empire bombers so uh, this is definitely i'm happy to see empire make top cut how about that you know it was nice yeah. seeing resistance, but I'm happy we see Empire without a bunch of bloody aces making top cut. Yeah, sadly, this is one you won't see on the table unless you have a really, really serious investment in first order <laughs> just to get five copies of feedback ping. <laughs> yes. Um, and chat missiles. <laughs> if anybody wants to buy some feedback ping uh, cards, I might have some for sale because some dumbass decided to buy three of those packs, and technically I need a fourth pack so I can get my fourth whisper. Um, so I also have some uh, first order bombers for sale too um, that I'll happily sell people. Or or if you want, if you have Curex fighters, I'll trade them for Curex fighters. I've been looking to get me more than, I only have one Curex fighter. Those things are so hard to find. Um, so if anybody wants to trade some Curex fighters for some uh, FO bombers and some feedback ping cards and everything, let me know. All right, next one. You want to read the next one? Yep. So the next one here, we have Mateo uh, with the resistance. Um, resistance being really strong in, in the uh, top cut here. Uh, running two Red Squadron experts uh, with one of them with R68, which is the Bullseye uh, Reroll Droid. Um, we have Rose Tico here with ATP, Automated Target Priority, and Mimi Shireen in T70. And Finn in the transport part as well. Um, so really heroic list. Yep. Heroic. Heroic. Uh, you got two of the pods and then three T70s. Uh, Nimi Shireen getting that um, that extra um, that extra bond there with the ability of the shooting higher initiative um, ace. So this is a really solid squad here. Um, and um, interesting though that probably because he didn't have the points, but not to see C three PO here on Rose. But um, but yeah, pretty nice. Yeah, how much is that? Can you look up how much that droid is worth? The R68, that is four points. Okay. So C3PO is six, right? Yeah. All right. So you would have to drop 
heroic and and yep and the droid yeah for c3po yep i like c3po but mm, i don't know if it's worth it here this is neat little neat squad <clears throat> i've seen this similar before i guess you could always lower um nimi down too right what you you could put nimi down and and put something else in there you maybe then you can afford it how many more points is nimi versus that are is it just three is that it yeah, there's not much of a difference here. Yeah, because a, a red squadron here. Let's see. Nimi's forty-seven points, and the red squadron is forty. It's forty-three. Points. It's on the screen. I'm stupid. Yeah, <laughs> it's a four-point so, thing. So you got to yeah, drop four. two things to get to get mm-hmm. um, C-3PO. So. Yeah, exactly. So I mean, I, I don't know if it's necessarily a good trade, but I mean, heck, he, he they made top cut here. So yeah. All right. The next list we have Warhog with Hall Upgrade, a 104th Battalion Arc with Hall Upgrade, Gold Squadron V19s, four of them, and it's a pretty easy to run basic list, I think. Um you get the Warhog rerolls, you get to live longer, you get a you get to throw an arc in there. Um it's it's a little bit different take. It's basically like a stripped down. It's like then trying to perfected a droids uh list right you know that's that's kind of what this feels like is a bunch of naked droids and warthog so a bunch of naked dice except for you can't win on debris clouds and rocks god i hope we get more debris and rocks for droids to land on so excited by that and that new pack so excited does the pack say specifically asteroids or does it just say obstacles i forgot it says asteroids and debris so Ooh, okay yeah. I'm excited if we get six new things droids can land on. Oh yeah. There's got there's bound to be two big ones in there. Maybe it'll be the armada big ones. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm pretty I already sure own those be. too. So yeah, I'm pretty sure it'll be two. Be like, yeah, we got a few extra of these laying around, just put them in the back. <laughs> yeah, we're, there you go. Hey, we're getting rid of Armada. Here, take these. We know people are gonna be selling them. You don't even have to buy the pack. You just you know people from Armada is gonna be selling these. Oh, all right. Sorry to Armada fans. <laughs> I like Armada, actually. So, all right, next one. You want to read the next one? Yep, uh, Mattel Dar uh, with the collective. Oh, actually, sorry, we've read that. Uh, Debir here with the Separatist Alliance. He has the DGS zero forty seven HMP droid with repulsor of stabilizers. Nope, nope. You you oh, missed, you missed Timpon or Timopin. Uh, oh yes, you're right. Um, so he's running Poe Dameron with the T-70 here, um, with uh, nothing on there. Another uh, Heroes, Heralds of Hope one. Uh, Jessica Pava uh, with uh, nothing on, and a Red Squadron Expert with the Bullseye Droid, and then a New Republic Y-Wing here with Dosa Turret, uh, Wartime Loadout, Advanced Proton, and Chaff Missiles. Um, similar to the one that we read uh, earlier in the top four, I believe. Um, yeah. Very solid. Yep. And I will say... Um... I've been very high on the the HOH uh, Poe, the cheaper Poe. Um, honestly, I really genuinely think that that is a big, big, big option for resistance right now for a semi AC player. Um, you you're not getting quite an ace, but you're not getting something that's going to pop. And I don't know. I still think those afterburners. I, I I like the afterburners on wedge. I wonder if you put afterburners on Poe now on this cheaper Poe. I don't know. Like 
that might be pretty pretty dope because you can then do your afterburners boost right with the focus still i don't know that it's just me yeah. I, I think it's something that needs to be played with i i really do like this polo this is one of my favorite po this is one of my favorite x-wings in resistance to run right now yeah for sure and uh and and he can use his ability on himself too so you can use the afterburners for the boost and focus and target lock at the same time um so yeah that's that's really solid actually really good all right next list we have warthog again warthog again um this time with two arcs and two torrents gold squadron torrent and then we have warthog with fives wolf pack Cologne Commander, Cody, and a hull upgrade. So them choosing a little bit more beef, a little bit more firepower um, than the other one. Um, I, I don't know how I feel about this one. That's a pretty fat warthog, I guess. Um, it's a it's a status effect warthog because Cologne Commander Cody uh, gives a strain, I believe, on a ship that misses that cancels um, like a like if they evade a shot. So you can set up a pretty good, uh, like strange ship for one of your other arc when somebody's to go in, and uh, and then uh, I believe Wolfpack is the one that lets you double tap as well. So you can actually do this to two different ships, um, and you can choose not to modify. So it's it's can be pretty good, um, and it, it does have potential there um, to really push in the damage. The only caveat is. You have to be a lot more aggressive with your Warhog now, um, especially if you want to try to get that particular uh, interaction off. And you tend to be a little more farther away from your squad. So, I like uh, Twitchy named it the Order 66 Warhog. Yes. <laughs> Only thing would be better with that is if it had um, Anakin on there yelling and telling people to kill children and clones. Or maybe we put Palpatine. Can you put Palpatine on there? You can, can't you? You could, but he would be really, really expensive. Yeah. That would, that would... It'd be it'd be ridiculously silly, but you could. Yeah. All right. Mm -hmm. Just just saying. <laughs> Do it. Uh, all right. Next list is De Beer. You want to read the list? Yeah. Uh so De Beer here is running separatist alliance with DGS 047, HMP uh droid with the repulsion of the stabilizers, and then we have five more HMP drones. Uh Four. one of them with I'm sorry, four, uh, five in total, two with ion missiles and the the stabilizers, one with DRK probe droids, and one with K2B4, which is attack droid. Uh, really, really solid list. HMPs just have an incredible time on target with that 180 arc. Uh, the probe droids allows them to take target locks uh, really easily um, from a distance, and then ion missiles just help to keep control on any particular ship that comes into their arcs. This is a really tough ship or tough list to bring down, and there's a lot of beef on this, so it's it's very difficult to to take this down fully. But and they can do a lot of damage back, just death by a thousand needles. So. Yep. And I own five HMPs, so I can put this on the table. Now, <laughs> all right, I I want to talk real quick about the K2B4. Right, I think that is a spicy take on this. Um, I've been running that on what, um when I've been running my droid swarm and when I threw independent calculates and I'm going to throw a little shade at John here. If he ever pays attention to the show, I did not run independent calculates at all during our, our matchup, but I have been running it at my local and yes, it is a little bit less maneuverable, 
yes, it does suck when I have to spend both calculates on defense before I can even shoot. But I've been able to give so many strain tokens to people. It's not even funny. Giving being a, how how on this list it works is beyond me. I I'm not a hundred percent um sure other than the the you get the soft rerolls from the fact that you have the the ships locked. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, exactly. Yeah. And that's that's exactly how I would run this because after once you get the locks on two ships and you would spread the locks out right because you're only shooting two dice usually um if you're not shooting your missiles so you would have two different ships lock on to two different ships you know two enemy ships and then the fifth one can either add on their lock if they want to or a third ship so now anytime your 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 hmps are shooting any one of those three ships they have passive rerolls now so they can exclusively use the calculate on the remaining turns to trigger k2b4 if they're getting shot Yep. So that's that's really solid because you you have that that balance for both. Yep. And the way I, I would run this list is I would set them up to do all uh, zero stops turn one. Take your stress, then you shoot your probe droids. Your probe droids move. Then you do your one forwards. Clear your stress. Take your target locks if anybody's in range. If nobody's in range, you now have the option to either zero stop again or do your one forwards again. That's the fact that these things can go one forward as a blue maneuver is just, that's just insanely good for these ships. So you can mm-hmm. stop, go one forward, stop, go one forward. It's really, really good with pro droids. So like, um, I've never ran five of them together. I think Ryan did, uh, in the GSP showdown thing. Um, I'm happy to see five of them make it to top cut. I don't think this is like, a the best list in the world, like metal list, but I really do genuinely like this list. Um, and I'll probably put this on the table at one point. I think that'll be a fun thing to do. Um, but that K2B, I, I guess I see your point. If you all have the passive re worlds, why, why not just K2B, right? You know, just keep mm-hmm. that because you're, you can shoot your missiles as long as you got two on there. If you have one hit, two re rolls, you're guaranteed an, a, a, at least, at least another hit. If, if not a focus. And, you're all I1s, so by the time you get through all of that, you're the last one shooting typically anyway. So you you know what you get to do with your mods. So Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's solid. I think it is, I think it's solid. I like it. I like it. If I own more than one mm-hmm. HMP, I think I would probably steal this list. <laughs> I do. So I do unfortunately own five of them. You know what's funny? How about this? You want to know what's really funny though? I only own two bombers, HMP bomb or not HMP, uh Techno just, Union Bombers. I own yeah. eight droids, but only two of the Super Bombers. And then I own two of the Fire Sprays. I own four Nantex. <laughs> um, and then I have two Grievous ships, whatever, the, the Beelzebub ships. And one Sith, Sith, Sith Infiltrator. So Nice. I like my Separatists. Anyway, Cormac is running another Republic list with Anakin in the ETA. Shock T and the ETA, both with Patience, both with Predator, R2-D2 on Anakin, which I'll be happy when they make the change and you can no longer use R2 to regen shields and make yourself, uh, or regen your... Is that what he does? No, he regens so, hull, right? So he he can do a lot of different things. So this is, this is the most versatile R2-D2 because he can actually remove devices. Um, oh, okay. Well. 
So he he can do the shields if you want him to as well, but his his ability is nice with the other devices around it. Now for his cost, I I, I think stealth device might be slightly better, but then again, I mean he did do pretty well here. Um, it's he can do also he can repair a damage card, which if you're if you get a um like a structural damage um or you know the one that reduces your agility yep. you can use r2 to completely uh, repair that so that has its uses but it's only two charges and for anakin it's going to be 10 points um so that's that's pretty pricey for any but it's um it definitely has its uses well, you know me. I like myself device a lot better. But either which way, like I'll be happy when they institute the rule that when you hit half points, you get half points. You can't reach in past it. That's all I care. Like I like that. I think that needs to be fixed. That was a broken mechanic, in my opinion. Um, yes. Then they also have two V wings. One with synchronized console and esque, and one with Besh and Counterdance, and then Tucker with Prockets. So. This is like a scum republic list. That's what this feels like. It's like a little bit of everything. <laughs> yeah, you know? definitely. And I think he just put the uh, the S title on there probably because of the points. Um, yeah, it's yeah, free. That, yeah, it's pretty good. Um, synchronized console, um, probably getting that target lock off of either Anakin or Shakti. Um, but um, it could be pretty solid. Um, and Tucker, if he happens to get into the shot um, for proton rockets and somebody else decides to shoot um, like next to him, um, and Tucker gets that free focus, that, that could be good. But um, yeah, I like it. All right. The next list is Andrew Oler with Wedge, Garvin with Selfless, Kyle Katarn with Moldy Crow, and Jin Urso. And then Hera in the A-Wing. Um, I will say this is a little bit different version than I'm used to seeing. Um, usually I don't see Garvin. Garvin is replaced by Jake, typically. Um, I understand why people use Garvin, right? It is extremely, um, extremely strong. Um, and Twitchy, I guess you have to tell us which list you fought against because we, we just talked about two of them and I don't know how long the delay is. Okay, there you go. Yep, and so the Hera Garvin synergy with the Kyle Katarn synergy is is great. Uh, I I don't I've kind of moved past the Garvin because Garvin's a one trick pony in my opinion. Um, in, in this style of a list, and with Jake coming in at thirty four points, um, is it thirty four or thirty six? Either which way, you're getting twelve to fourteen yeah. points. What's that? Yeah, it's thirty four. Mm -hmm. So with Jake coming in, you can put Jake and Prockets, and then you can put Plasmas on Wedge. And I I will not tote the amount of love I have for Plasmas on Wedge. I just they're <laughs> they're, they're my, it's my yeah. favorite. So I I can see the reason why Garvin works really well here. Um, it makes him a a good escort for Kyle. Um, if you're running, if you happen to run this with Jake, um, you have an issue with the Hawk trying to catch up or keep up with the rest of the list there. Um, or you restrict them to just do two straights constantly. And when, after you get to the initial scrum, it gets much, much harder for the, the Hawk to be effective. So with this, they can, um, you can one straight constantly with Garvin and Kyle with uh, Wedge and Hera in the front. 
Um, the combo in particular here is if they decide to shoot at Garvin, Hera can pass over a focus, um, and Garvin can spend it and give it right back to Hera. Um, and with Jin Urso, they can change it into evades at any point in the, whenever those tokens pass. So it's um, it's it can be super strong to to have that that focus token transfer between the ships constantly, um, and provide it over to to the rest of your fleet. Um, if they decide to try to burn down Kyle, Garvin can at least absorb those crits and keep the, the Hawk in there for a longer time while Wedge and Hera just punch in and try to like destroy the enemy before they can like out damage you. So if flying this in a in a loose block, this could be really, really good. Yeah. And I, I agree with you. This is again, this is just this rebel beef list. It'll be nice yeah. if they at some point start trying to fix this token passing crap that we're seeing. Um, if it were calculates, I'd be a little, little bit, at least it would be a little bit less issues because for Christ's sake, I mean, when they, you keep giving focuses back and give another focus. I mean, it's like, I don't know. It's just, it's a recycle bin of, of information, I guess. I don't know. It's not, it's not the worst. I don't think it's the end of the world. Obviously it didn't win. Um, I don't know. What did Andrew lose by? Let's go up and look. I think I have to go all the way to the top because I stupidly left it all the way at the top. I don't know. Maybe I didn't bring this one in. Yeah, I don't see it off the top of my uh, my quick scan either. Oh, it's because it goes on the two pages. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we could shrink it up, right? There we uh, go. Yeah. So he lost to Tommy in half, you know, so obviously that's, you know, that one's not, not, not at the end of the world. It can lose. Um, it's just, a, it's, it's a jousting list that gets to give, uh, it's tokens back and forth to each other. Yeah. It's an, it's exactly. annoying. It's not a dash list though. So how about that? I will say that I hate dash. Yeah. I'm happy. It's not dash. Yeah, exactly. Um, so let's, let's go on to Jank Tank. All right. So I'll, I'll bring up really quick. If, if you're playing Jank Tank, oh, I guess you can't see that. Um, if you're playing Jank Tank, there is lists that you can, um, look at, um, everybody's different lists. Otherwise, if you're not in Jank Tank, I guess you can't look at them. So, um, I'm excited for Jank Tank. I'm not very excited by what I got, but I am excited by Jank Tank. But we're not going to start with me. We're going to start with, um, I don't know, JJ. And I should probably right. make it so that people can see the screen. Yeah, just zoom out just a little bit. Um, so the first list that you have up here is the first order squad that I got here. Um, so this one here has quick draw with trick shot, advanced optics, homing missiles, suppressive gunner, passive sensors, and electronic baffle, uh, static and the FO fighter with trick shot, biohex script codes, and targeting computer, uh, the she class shuttle generic uh, with gunk, commander pyre targeting computer, and commander malaris in the FO fighter with juke. 
Um, this can be actually a pretty decent list, um, mainly because of the upgrades that are on a lot of these ships here. Um, I definitely like Juke on Malaris because his ability allows him to convert all hit results to evades or focuses, or sorry, evades or hits uh, while he's attacking. So if I just evade, um, I can trigger Juke and pop his ability and get in um, hits that way. So that can be good. I hate that I wasted uh, six points on targeting computers on ships that I don't need them. But yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so um, Commander Pyre, I actually like because right off the bat, you have that passive mod um, defense um, versus an attacker that's stressed. Um, so that can keep this coordinating ship alive often. And then uh, Static, I'm a little iffy about it. He's probably going to be the main target of my coordinates at some point um, after a quick draw is burned down. Um, he he can be really effective if you get a focus and a target lock on uh, onto a defender because you can just spend both to make all your results crits. So if you get this at range one, um, that's three crits coming into you automatically, right? And there's nothing you can do about it. Um, quick draw is pretty bloated. Um, I would have liked to had um, points to put in special forces gunner. But uh, it is what it is. Um, homing missiles is a nice, uh, nice way to get that damage through no matter what. So what I do like is electronic baffle on this, um, and the reason being is that if I can fly quick draw in a way where he can arc dodge a lot of ships and get him out of the way, and he's not taking a shot back, I can trigger electronic baffle on like after everybody is shot to get rid of a red token or get rid of a. Um, yeah, get rid of a, a red token, which can be a friendly lock or an enemy lock that's on him. And that will trigger his ability to shoot um, uh, his primary shot from there. So that can be pretty good if I can manage to get that double tap off. And homing missiles can work either at the front or the back. So you can either chase quick draw and he'll take a homing missile shot um, or he can do it on the way over there. So that's that can be pretty nice. Um, beyond that... I mean, the only thing I would change here, I would probably take off Gunk from First Order Courier. And <laughs> are you sure it's Gunk? It's Gunk, man. Come on, I don't know. It's Gunk. I would, I would change it to Phasma for the same points. Phasma, right. it, you're giving stress to each enemy ship at range zero to one, and then Pyre comes in. So oh, it's yeah. it's a nice combo. So yep. yeah, there you go. All right, your second list, I believe, was this right. Yes, this is what I ran on Thursday against Corey and got absolutely creamed because apparently I don't know how to fly B-Wings. So <laughs> I got AP5 here with Predator, Delayed Fuses, Caden Jarrus, uh, R2, R2 Astromech, um, and then Phantom Tidal, uh, 10 Num in the B-Wing with Sync Laser and the Foils and the Prototype um, Upgrade there. Harrison Dula in the attack shuttle with R2-D2, and then Gina Musong with just the foils. Um, pretty solid list for me um, because I do like to run B-Wings, um, although the Thursday stream showed that apparently I don't know how to run these B-Wings. Um, that is a very bloated AP-5. Uh, what I ran on stream was uh, removing Kanan and putting in... Uh, proton torpedoes on Gina Musong, so that way she can shoot that at high five. I have been toying around with putting HLC instead on Gina Musong, just because I think I trigger 
the double tap a little more um, often than the proton torpedo shot. And um, it could be a, a little bit better. I still need more practice with that particular type of uh, upgrade um, or loadout, I should say. Um, but I think that might be the way I'm going to go for that. So if you want to add, I know you like your, so if you want your HLC, what you probably should do is drop the R2D2 then, right? Yeah, I was thinking that because I Kanan mean, can be useful um, for his ability because it, it does it, affect that range 0 to 2. So, yeah. it, it is. Otherwise, you could take and put ions or say, uh, all right, I'm going to say you should put ions. sync laser cannons because that's just me. Like, that's Chris saying, for fuck's sake, these B-Wings now have the ability to get these. I get they don't have a calculate, and I, I get that. I 100% understand that, but it's still a range three, um, three die attack. Three die attack again. Your ion cannon is similar, right? Ion cannon is pretty totes, magotes. With that, you could drop R two D two. R two D two does shit for Hera. Period. Yeah, like exactly. there's there is literally no reason to have R two D two on there. Yeah, I agree. R two D two doesn't do anything for me in this list. No, because because of the it's eight point it's eight points, and 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 okay. So Hera's got one shield, right? You lose your shield. Hera, this Hera doesn't even goddamn coordinate. There's no coordinate know, function, exactly. you know. Like, so <laughs> it's like she can't coordinate. She can't pass tokens. This is the most worthless Hera you've ever seen in your life. Period. Um, but I would 100% drop the R2D2, and then I, <clears throat> if it were me, I would take either ions or sync laser cannons. Just personal. Yeah. Yeah, I, I have to definitely run it. I'm I'm gonna try out sync laser um, before I do ion cannon. Although the control is nice, but the B wings don't have the ability to really like run away and turn around as as quickly. Um, so yeah, I think sync laser might be a good alternate to to HLC and just drop R two D two in that case. Yeah. Um, I I I still am considering the proton torpedo uh, instead of cannon as well, like that particular loadout, and try to give it another try. But I think I'm leaning more towards the cannon slot just because I do have the 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 ability to possibly to get that double, um, that double tap both on Gina and Ten. So yeah. Yeah. Nope. And, and the only reason I say uh, the only reason I yeah, I have the issue with the protons is you don't have a double tap. That's that's it. It's yeah. Other than that, I because I think the problem you have with this list is the fact that you have an attack shuttle that will do three damage. I mean, like, it can do that. Hera can do these things that others cannot do. Um, and, and it allows her to be very versatile. Um, and, and you know what AP5 is doing. It's, it's literally just allowing for the coordinate. Like, the Predator is pointless on this ship. Really, R2 is pointless. Um, uh, other than you can 100% use this as a coordinating ship that regens itself, right? That recovers its its <laughs> its one shield. Um, but you can do that if you need to, right? You take your disarm token, you can do that. It's an a AP five is actually really good. Um, I like AP five yeah. a lot. Anyway, um, the difference an AP five allows you to coordinate before with, with ships that are stressed, right? Yeah, um, exactly. In the event that 10 is stressed at the beginning, he can still get his yep. mod that he needs. And yeah, 
pretty strong. Yep. So really, this actually is not a bad list. I am. I'm gonna. I'm gonna tell you. I think protons are literally a worthless upgrade. Period. Like I would even even if that was the case, I would dump R two and put um plasmas if that's what you want on them. Yeah. That's that's what I would do with Gina, is put the plasmas on. Um. Yeah, the sad yeah. thing is, is you have to transfer that stress to another ship, you know, like so. Which is fine. I'll put it on 10, especially if he's getting a double tap from sync. So, yeah, that's not bad yeah. at all. So I I just I I think I, I, I really just think that that the ability that the genius ability works well with 10 Hera, whatever Hera this this should be Hera, not in this. You could have Jake and it would be so much more effective. But it's, it's Jake. Oh, yeah. Jake right. So. Um, but I really, I, I think you should keep Kanan and force them to go after this AP and force them to waste their shots on killing AP, uh, AP five. I, I really think that's, that's, that should be their big focus because I think that that affects the most and really getting that extra folks force token is so amazing. And you could take the R2 to regenerate your shield, right? When you need to take your disarm token, you still have Kanan active, right? It, it's, it's there. It's just it's there. It's, it, I think it, I think I think that's how I would do that. Is I would give something to Gina to allow her to double tap. Um, you could even fuck around with tractor beam if you really want to be spicy. That's Ooh, like yeah. a really spicy take there. You know. Yeah, tractor beam. Yeah, that's actually wow. I didn't even think of that. Yeah, that's actually really nice because you can have Gina just shoot first, strip that token, and then tractor beam, and then put him into the range of ten num and Hera for a basically three three attacks yep Oof, yeah that could be really good yep that's how i would play that i mean you're giving up four points but i don't know man like it is that, that much else you could do yeah yep tractor <laughs> beam or sync laser cannon is how i would run that or ion one of those three and yeah, the, your ap5 just the the r2 allows you to become more effective so you don't have to worry i mean if you think about it you're getting one two three four five shots if you always have target locks and you always are able to do that and 10 number will always double tap and be, at least one shot will be double modded every turn no questions yeah. asked exactly um, and really you're right can can okay weird question can gina give the stress to 10 yeah she can so yeah, even if he has stress so you can have two stress okay yeah, you can then have two stress. Fuck. like yes Yes, you run tractor beam, ion, or synced. Get rid of your missiles. This is a two shot, two shot, and this this one's gonna be double modded shots. Think about that. Yeah, That's exactly. Ten is a double modded one shot and a one modded shot, and you can always have you know that. Oh, mm, it's spicy. It's spicy. That's it spicy. Is this is spicy. a good list. Yeah. This is actually a list I would put on the table, um, just for shits and giggles. I, I don't like Hera, but other than that, it's a list I would put on the table for shit. Yeah, I mean, and, and at this point, she's just a I-5 three-die attacker, basically. She's a weaker X-Wing at I-5, which is fine. You know, just give her a focus token, and if, she's, if she does damage, great. If she dies, that's fine. I still have my B-Wings. So, yeah, you're right. All right, so this is not my list. This is a good list. This is not my list, though. <laughs> um... Did I not bring up my list? Okay. Give me a minute and yep. I will bring up my list. 
I apologized in advance. I can't believe I didn't bring my list up. <laughs> well, my they God. should be on the dock. They are. You're right. They are. I just can't believe I didn't bring them up. <laughs> what list did I bring up? <laughs> what list did I bring up? <laughs> I don't even know whose those other lists are. Probably the guy that was underneath you. <laughs> I'm probably. All right. There's one coming up. While we bring Tanner's list up. Oh, there's one of them. So there's my first list. We'll go through my first list first. I have Lieutenant Revis with Pattern Analyzer. Agent Terex, which I'm not actually upset by. I like Agent Terex a little bit. Um, with Swarm Tactics, Sensor Buoys, Tactical Officer, Rigged Cargo Chute, Feedback Array, and a Hull Upgrade. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I have Petty Officer Thanison. Thanison? Is that how you say that? Mm -hmm. Yeah. With automatic target priority, target scene synchronizer, perceptive co-pilot, and then I have a standard Zeta Squadron Survivor with passive sensors. Um, so I don't know where to begin because nothing on here will get me my special forces gunner. <laughs> and I have zero understanding why Lieutenant Revis needs passive or pattern analyzer. I mean, right. he, he has three yeah. maneuvers he can do for that. That's it. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, I was racking my brain on how to improve this. Um, it's having the sensor buoy suite is nice um, because you can jam um, like really far with that. So that can help out your squad. Um, feedback array, I would put it on a ship that you can use to block consistently, which in this case, I think Revis is an excellent candidate for that. Um, and then Rick Cargo Shoot, you can put it on a ship that's also very maneuverable, um, that doesn't need to necessarily turn around, which would be the Zeta Squadron um, that can do that. So for this list, what I was thinking was because the SF fighter can shoot missiles at the front or back, you can drop the whole upgrade for missiles. You can either do clusters um, for four points, or you can go all the way up to homing missiles if you want as well, um, using passive sensors to at least guarantee a hit um, or force them to take four dice. Um, can have its uses, um, especially if you have, um, have the ability to possibly like stress a ship and possibly get them like even more damage onto them. So you, you do have some options there. You just struggle with getting um, getting shots off reliably, especially if you end up pairing against higher initiative ships. Um, but the swarm tactics on Terex to make Petty Officer Thanison shoot at initiative three with him can be pretty solid. Um, and then on top of that, having um, having Thanison's ability trigger reliably, if you can like set it up in a way where you can fly it to always keep the arc towards the center of the board. Um, you can reliably get somebody a tractor token and hopefully catch them on, on you know, unaware of what's going to happen and track them onto an obstacle. Um, that could be pretty good. So. Yeah. I don't know. I'm 50, 50 with this list. I don't know. I, I just don't think there's going to be enough offensive output. You yeah, know, I agree. Mm -hmm. I think the biggest issue is the targeting synchronizer works with them because, okay. So if I take 
passive sensors, right? Um, the problem becomes is before you engage. So what I have to use is swarm tactics on Zeta Squadron to make them a three, but it still doesn't work with Thanison because Thanison's a four. No, oh, Thanison's a one, right? He's an I one, yeah. Okay, so it would work. You could technically put Zeta at a three. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I I don't know. I don't like this list at all. Like, I don't, I think, I think there's a lot of health. You know, there's 12, six is 18, plus another seven. What's 18 plus seven is 25. I got 29 health. This is a 29 health list. I just think it struggles with output, you know? Yeah. Like, the pattern analyzer, I think it's worthless. I actually think the hull upgrade is almost better. And dropping pattern analyzer on Lieutenant Revis makes more sense. I don't think I'll ever use it on him. Yeah, I mean, I, because you do have that feedback array, I think that Revis just serves to really um, to be like a blocker at, at the initiative one, honestly. And then you can use him as a sacrificial lamb um, to just gain the ion and um and cause damage to, every, to everything that he's blocking so that that's okay at best um yeah the the offense is what is going to kill you um because the zeta squadron has to be close range to get those missiles off reliably um passive sensors can help him at least get that lock off um but honestly you're going to be spending more time coordinating trying to get that um like other mods onto them so, um, I mean, Thanison, if you use the targeting synchronizer, you know, get a lock on a ship early, um, and then that opens up these Zeta squadrons, you have that uh, cluster missile shot, um, and just take a focus. Um, I mean, you can mix and match that way, but then you're not really taking advantage of the perceptive co-pilot, which you're going to want to be reinforcing anyway. So, yeah, it's there's just not enough. It's tough. It, it's a tough list to really use, honestly. Yeah. All right. So my next list is a resistance list, which Nobby, I think uh, you may enjoy minus the fact that I have two fucking fireballs, um, which <laughs> I have a fireball with cloaking device. Like, yay, that's that's exactly what I want, you know, um, but I have Kazudo with his title, her title. I have an R4, which I love internal dampeners, which I doubt will ever be used. Advanced slam, um, fifty fifty on that. Um, not re I really don't en enjoy that. Um, personally, but it's there. It has and, his uses. Yeah. yeah. What's that? It has his uses for him because if you need to like get out to like repair or something like that, you can slam and then just repair like a like a damage card if you have on you. It, it has his uses, but yeah. Then I have, bitch. Bitch in the Star Fortress, which he says, before you would drop a bomb, you may place it in the play area, touching you instead, which I do not understand because, I mean, if I put counter nets next to me, doesn't it go off? No. So it reads bombs, not devices. So only in this case, the concussion bomb is the only thing that you could drop. The color okay. that still has to go out the back. Oof. Um, yeah. Which that could be, that still could be pretty good. You know, I mean, that, that could be pretty good. 
Then it comes with Trajectory Simulator, which is, is pretty good because you can drop or launch a bomb. So I can get rid of my concussion bombs quite far away from me. Um, I do like that because I can launch those to begin with and just mm -hmm. do my, you know, do the, I think they have one forwards, launch a bomb, one forward launch. I could just throw bombs and vomit them if I want. Yeah. Um, I have veteran turret gunner, which allows me to perform a bonus attack, um, which is really, really good actually on these star fortresses because I could point them out the sides and basically I have a, I don't know, a 180 arc. Essentially I have a 180 arc. Um, yep. Or you can point them back forward and shoot with your primary and then take the veteran turn gunner shot at the same front again. So you can yep. hit the same shot on the same defender. Um, and then agile gunner to rotate it after that initial scrum and just, you know, start taking, start kiting and coming around. Yep. Obviously has targeting computer, which I don't need targeting synchronizer, which uh, it, that, that why that's on here is beyond me. And I have a gonk droid, a gronk droid, you know, I mean, whatever. <laughs> and then I have Akbar in the Y wing naked. Now, Here's where I wish we could do two upgrades because if I could yes. do that, I could dump my gonk droid and my targeting synchronizer and have cluster missiles and um the wartime loadout on here. Yeah. Yeah, it's tough because not having anything on Akbar just kills, man. Um, honestly, I would invest the, uh, the points on something on Akbar. Um, I would honestly go with a ion cannon to, um, to just have them like ionize somebody. And hopefully that would help Finch drop off a concussion bomb out the side before he leaves and help them get, like run into it. Um, I think that's the best use of that. Um, and on top of that, because his ability allows him to uh, change a stress uh, for a uh, strain, you can either do those hard threes or the four forwards um, or the turnaround maneuvers and um, continuously like just get behind ships to to just ionize them as, as need be and still take actions to either rotate or um, take a focus if you already have them in arc and, and go from there. Um, the The fireball though the generic one with cloaking device i mean i guess that's your blocker <laughs> but i i would drop gunk for the ion cannon in a heartbeat yeah I, and i think you're right i mean really i wanted that wartime upgrade or wartime yeah. loadout but i don't know if it's worth putting two shields on a one agility ship in jank tank to you know I don't well know. if you had it and then had the ability to put in um put in a missiles a, or torpedoes missile or something or torpedo, yeah and then having the ability to have crits not being able to be canceled and bullseye i mean that's that's solid so this is jane tank and this is all for charity i will probably take the resistance list though it's funny because yeah. you the first thing you messaged me was you can't run the resistance because it's two fireballs stop don't don't do that it's worthless <laughs> but um i don't know it's tough. I mean, Kazuda is very strong. Um, most of the times he's going to be running uh, three attack, three agility. Um, Finch Dallow with the double tap and the bombs can be pretty strong. 
I think you just need control and Akbar can just give you that. And I think this works a lot more. There's a lot more potential for synergy here than your FO list. Um, so I think you'll have a better shot with this one. Yeah, I think you're right. I, 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 it's the sad thing is, is the FO list is the one list I thought would be decent enough for me, but no, of course that <laughs> I had to get shit. You thought wrong. <laughs> yeah, I should have chose Separatists, and then at least I would know how to run the ships, you know? <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, well. All right. With that being said, I don't I don't think we have time to go through our Rebel stuff. It's almost 11 o'clock. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah. We've, we've been running an hour and a half. I'm pretty sure JJ has to go to bed at some point. I don't yeah. sleep, so it doesn't matter to me. <laughs> We could do a whole Catan tournament right now if you wanted, you know. Thursday night stream Catan, sure. <laughs> no, no, no. Sunday night, 11 p.m. drunk stream Catan. Oh, heck yeah. Chris gets very verbal and tells JJ how much he can go fuck himself. Every time you roll a seven, you, you eat a Tintin. I don't have that many. I don't have that many. Sevens roll too fucking more, often. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You better go get some more Tintins, man. I can't. They don't, they don't sit on my store shelf. I don't know. Maybe 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 Meyer does have them. I don't know. That I don't yeah. know. We can we smoke cigars while we do it? Not here, but sure. I'll simulate one. Simulate one. <laughs> I can't smoke in my basement either. My wife would kill me. <laughs> we don't smoke in the house. We don't well, I don't smoke at all, so it doesn't matter, but we don't smoke in the house, so. Um, yeah, my brother-in-law went to Mexico and brought back Cubans. So nice. I just don't have a humidor to put it in, so I have to figure out how I'm going to smoke it in the next couple of weeks. <laughs> nice. But anyway, thank you all so much for joining us tonight. Next week we will, unless they have spoilers, we will continue with our, um, we will continue with our Rebel series. Again, it will be followed up by a separatist series where we're going through what pilots and some of the abilities and different things that we want uh, to communicate with on how you can run some of these different ships with some different list suggestions for those who have not ran Rebels or those who are newer to the game. Uh, with that being said, we do have a Thursday night stream where we take, if you want to, uh, sign up we have a sign up sheet you're welcome to sign up for our thursday night stream if not if nobody signs up that's outside of our group this week we will be running jink tank against each other um that's how it's going to be and um yeah that's that that's what we'll do we'll um and if anybody wants to run and run jink tank against us we'll pick random jink tank lists from the jink tank list that gsp has generated and then we will run them against our lists uh and the same manner uh so that's how we're gonna do it in the future we will be running an aces high um stream here uh during the holiday season and we will be running a Catan, i guess because i decided that we're running a Catan um thing so either which way it, our sign up stream is uh the place to post whatever you want to run with us on thursday nights with that being said thank you all for joining us we'll be back next week 9 p.m. Eastern, hopefully. Chris will be on time this time. Have a good night, everyone. <laughs> Have a good night, guys. <laughs>